This episode is brought to you by Stay Blovely, a brand out of Greensboro everyone should know about. That's S-T-A-Y-B-L-U-V-L-Y. Each piece of clothing fuses fashion with designs that empower the black community while teaching the basis and meaning of black origins and culture through short videos about each piece on their site. Plus, you can get everything from long and short sleeve tees to hoodies and sweatshirts for under $40. Oh, and shipping is free all day, every day. Visit stayblovely.com. That's S-T-A-Y-B-L-U-V-L-Y.com to shop their collections. platform for creatives and today we have uh an iconic figure in here actually i'm in his house the <laughs> got me denzel fleming what's up what's going on man how you feeling i'm feeling great i'm feeling great i remember when i first met you when uh i think you said the first thing you say to someone is that like, how you feeling yeah yeah i remember that with the, the common grounds and i was like he's like nah you like how, how you feeling how you, how you feeling for real so <laughs> <laughs> no i love that man uh, denzel was uh an incredible, incredible artist, uh, uh, visual and performing artist here in Greensboro. Uh, I think I added you on Instagram forever ago, or vice versa, or whatever. But then I saw you in person. We mentioned that uh, some festival. It was on First Friday, I think. Right, right. Yeah, carrying a camera, of course. But I mean, you do logo design, photography, videography. You're, you know, uh, poetry. You also are an author. You, right. <laughs> you're a bajillion things. So we're gonna be here for a couple hours talking about it. <laughs> But nah, man, what's up, man? So where, where did this all start for you, man? What was the first thing? And then we'll, you know, we'll fill in the gaps. I'll say the first thing, man. Uh, I first had a, I first had an infatuation with rhythm. Um, and it goes back to reading. You know, I, I showed you the book. But uh, it goes back to reading. The first book that I ever read was The Gingerbread Man. <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah, like, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. And then uh, my teacher, Miss White. So that was kindergarten. Well, it wasn't the first book I ever read, but it was the first book I read with Miss White and with my mom, because it was like, you see that, and you see his foot, like he has cadence. Yeah. And so, you know, that was the first part. The second part was Mr. Boy would uh, have like these writing competitions in second grade, and he was like, all right, you have to write a rap. And so the rap that I wrote. I didn't write it. It was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> He's a Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it was. The, uh, it's one eight seven on uh, one eight seven on an undercover cop. Then I got in. I got in trouble for it, quote unquote, um, about those lyrics. I'm like, what you know about this? And I'm like, uh, and I had to admit that I, I stole it. Then from there, I never like plagiarized again. <laughs> so you plagiarized in second grade on right. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. And so um, that that was a, the writing part, and then we moved from Kenton, North Carolina, to Jacksonville. Uh, my mom and sister and I, we moved, and then I went to uh, Jackie Mayette Recreation Center where we was having a good old time, like after school program. Mm -hmm. And Miss Mason, she um, she had us in the civic oration contest. You remember us? Uh, 
Civic? Yeah, no, it was a civic oration. It was oh, like no, a, like a, a speech competition oh, where no. Black History Month come around, like you'll either quote uh, Martin Luther King or you'll you'll basically recite. It's like a recital, like a piano recital. Yeah, but instead, in church? yeah, yeah, I did it in church at school. Yeah, but, but instead, it's like uh, it's speeches. Yeah, you know. So, uh, but mine was uh, Maya Angelou's, and it was Ooh. it was a it was a poem, and I remember. She was like, it's not earned because back then, like, my accent was really heavy. Now yeah. it's still present, but it was really heavy. So I was saying earned. Yeah. And she was like, no, when you say it, it's orange. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> orange. <laughs> and so, um, you know, that's pretty much how I was learning the phonetics of everything. Stringing that together. Sixth grade uh, with Shaq, Shaquille Nerdin. We'll be writing. Well, it'll be mostly me writing. This is when Cassidy came out. Mm-hmm. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. hustler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, rewind. There's grinding clips. There's, uh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Push the doom, doom, yeah, doom, yeah. Doom, doom. Oh, no, that's a vibrant thing. That's, uh, oh, no. Yeah, that's not grinding. Right. <laughs> There it is. It was uh, grinding. Grinding was when we was beating on the table. Absolutely. And so that's the foundation of like how I write now. So like if I don't have a beat, I'm uninspired. I'm beating on the table. Like how I'll write and beat on the table and I'm like, nah, that don't sound right. Go back, revise, beat on the table. But that's how it is now. Let's go back, 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 back. It's kind of like a flashback, foreshadow. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, sixth grade, Shaquille Nerd, and uh, there was Cassidy, I'm a Hustler, and there was um, Touch It, Buster Rhymes. Yes, 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 Touch yes. it, bring it. And that's when I started to rap a little faster and practice that cadence, yeah, you know, yeah. instead of that typical boom bap. Or that typical swaggy type rap, I had something a little faster that that'll challenge me. And so writing and rapping was always a challenge. It's a rhythmic puzzle. Right. Seems like you right. know. And where we operate within pockets and we communicate, you know. Then eighth grade is when uh, when I met Dom, and my timeline might be a little off, but. Think so. Uh, I met Dom Dominic McLean, and this is when I was the only black boy in my class. Really? Yeah. In Jacksonville. Yep. Wow. Yep. Fast. Um, that was Dom. Dom came in, and this was the this was the uh, AP, not AP. You know what I mean, though. It was an honors class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Dom came in. I'm like, oh, yeah, I finally, you know. He's like, what you doing? I'm like, man, I'm writing. He's like, you know, show me what you what you doing. Oh, I'm like, you, yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, this is how I know how to do it. Huh? Like, this isn't the way, but this is how I know, you know. And from there, we started rapping a lot. Now we're in high school, and I met uh, Paul, who is now a very close friend of mine, best friend. Um, inflict, he goes by Inflicted Composition okay. Paul Hunter He goes by Inflicted Composition And um, One day Paul was like Hey man Like you know 
can we record? Because he heard some stuff that I made upstairs, like had the uh, mic wrapped around uh, the, the closet hanger, the, um, you know what yeah, I mean? The, little, the, the pole, the pole the closet, yeah, yeah. Goes, yeah, put your clothes on. Yeah, the, yeah. the the pole in the closet wrapped around. Then had the condenser mic just hanging from it. That on um, wire hanger, pop filter with the book cover. Oh my god! Improvising, yes. you know what I'm saying? But I had a professional mixer. I later learned how to use, but I was like, man, like this is whack. I was getting feedback, but it was because of how I was hooking it up. It was a lo-fi hookup. You know what I'm saying? Like, gotcha. Yeah. So that's why I was getting that sound now that I know that. But that was pretty much the beginning, which lead to later the audio engineering aspect in my life. But I'm in high school, and then Paul's like, hey, man, can you, uh, like, my recording? And then he recorded uh, Haley's Glow and another song, J. Cole's Grown Simba. Yep. And I was on there as well. We wrote that together. And... That was the start of when I really started doing things, like taking things seriously. Really? In regard to music, hip-hop, stuff like that. Drake came out, and it's like, oh, man, yes. it's another light-skinned legend. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. There was, uh, there was also uh, Vontae, Vontae Simpkins, Javante Simpkins, Gerald Vontae Simpkins. He had a major part of my uh, life as well because um, the MySpace days of Soldier Boy, I'm skipping around timelines, but you get, you I'm get. just piecing it all together. Like, as now it's making sense to me, is how my life came to be. Um, Vontae was like, what you want your name to be? And I was like, I don't know, just Zell. I wanted it to be just Z-E-L. Like, Zell. Yeah. Yeah. But he made it just Zell. And then I was like, I don't like just Zell. That's too. Yeah, it's not, not a good ring to it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I just took the T all and brought it together, lowercased it. Shout out to Disha. She always texted in lowercase and like with the period at the end. Oh, dope. And then uh, she was like, you need to have your name with the period at the end at the end because it's a statement. So that's how it became Giselle, period. And then Ooh, I was I like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, this is dope. So a lot of my earlier, 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 earlier stuff from when I was 16 to 18, type in J-U-S-Z-E-L, and you'll hear me as an adolescent. I'm definitely going to do that when I get home. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that was me. Um, and then, you know, my cousin, middle school, high school, Mind you, I'm still doing my thing in school, but when I'm out of school and I'm either at my mom's house or at my sister's house or at my aunt's house, I spend most of the time at my aunt's house because uh, my mom worked a lot and, you know, to provide and make sure that we had everything that we needed. So I'll be at my aunt's house with my cousins, uh, Quan and Chris. Kiki would be there too, but mostly Quan and Chris because, you know, they're the boys. Yeah, and, yeah. Know. Shout out to Quan and Chris. Yeah, we, we having a good time. And Chris would just be freestyling to the locks or to D-block, you know, to those instrumentals. Oh, damn. They, now, granted, there's like Smack DVD mm -hmm. was a thing. I remember that. Uh, Come Up DVD, all of those things. So, like, he'll just be freestyling all day. Like, just, I'm trying to play Tony Hawk. Now, this is when Xbox had, uh, Xbox 360 had, you could play the game and listen to music yes. at the same time. Yeah. 
So we listening to the instrumentals and stuff. He's still going there. Every now and then, I'll have a punchline <laughs> ready for him. And then, like, the whole apartment go crazy. Like, oh, he finally said something. And hey, I was hot, though. You know what I mean? Like, that was hot. Like, yeah. you know, keep keep coming, keep coming. But I couldn't think that fast because I'm, I'm putting it together. It's like, it's clever. It's a clever couplet. Mm-hmm. Then, um, yeah, that pretty much was the foundation of it. And which led to me going to college. And before I went to college, I was like, damn, man, like, I'm waitlisted, one. And then, oh, two, man. I don't really know much about college. I know that this is the next step. You yeah. Know, I know well, this is what I have to do. You right. know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't really know what to do to get there. Man, my GP, my graduating GP, I think it was like 3.68. Oh, dang. That's yeah. dope. Heck yeah. Man, crazy. You were killing it. Yeah. But no scholarships because uh, I didn't know where to apply, how to apply. You know, people treat information like it's a secret. Yeah, you're right. You know they hold saying? that knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, what the? And then a guidance counselor don't really guide you to or through certain processes. They guide you away from, like, trouble and stuff. But, like, I need, we need this in our community we need people who give us the resources and direct us you know you don't gotta hold our hand but just at least let us know where to go we gonna figure out the rest yes but um yeah so i was like man i'm waitlisted and i'm waiting to go to unc charlotte but you went to charlotte originally yeah okay okay and um i was working at kmart and then the good thing about that they let me come home and work you know when I needed to. Yes. So I could have like some extra bread. So that's pretty pretty much what kept me afloat. But prior to, I was like, man, I need, I got money to like, you know, at least start it up, get my books. But I'm gonna need three hundred dollars to like, otherwise they're not gonna accept me. You know, I can't start my class and none of that. Like, phone had this money, then done. You can't do it. Right. Then my cousin was like, man, you need $300? I'm like, yeah, man. He said, all right, well, I'll be back. <laughs> what? And he came back, gave me $300, and then I put it toward, uh, put it toward, you know, my college. Off I went. Like a semester or two later, he get locked up. <sighs> And he's currently locked up now. Uh, but, like, a lot of the things that I'm doing, even with the book, you know, I'm just showing him that it's possible. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, he got his associates um, behind bars and almost finished his uh, bachelor's. He's, like, a semester away from completion. That's dope. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, like, you know, I appreciate it. So, all the money. He put money on my books, and then in turn, I'm putting money on his books. Books, yeah. And it's like, it's just, it's crazy how life is full circle, you know what I'm saying? The circle of life. Hit it. That's it. That's literally <laughs> happening to you right now. That's crazy. Right. Wow. And um, that's that's how the, the music part. Then, oh, in college, in college, then I started doing, uh, like, performances, like, I didn't really do a talent show until one time I was. It was a sprite competition. Dude was like, "We don't want to hear any karaoke." This is what I was doing. <laughs> El Varney's, uh, El Varner's, uh, "Give It to You." Yeah, yeah. Because I really like the beat. I like El Varner. El Varner is dope. Like El Varner is super dope. You know what I'm saying? If you get the opportunity, 
Please look up Elle Varner. Elle Varner. She has the, uh, a project called um, Perfectly Imperfect, uh, Conversational Lush. And she has a new project, and she called her people Elephants. I thought that was good. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, Give It To You featuring J. Cole. That was, you know, the turning point. I was like, Honey, let me talk to you at least. I call you honey, y'all, because you think brown is sweet. Where you from, Tennessee? But that came from a text message. Matter of fact, I can reference it. Of course, this dude has all the references <laughs> from his whole last few years of life in this notebook. Wow. See, this is from 2000. This is from 2011. Wow, that is incredible. Yeah. You have it written down there? Yep. Wow. I want you more than some Nizikes mixed with the Spizikes. I want to do the right thing with you until midnight. I feel like with you, it's just right. I love life with you and my love life. It's like that started it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but that that was a text message that I wrote. To, I used to, you know, nowadays people call it simping. But back in the day, I was just... That was just my personality, you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, okay. Look at this, man. Dude's being nice. What's he doing? Right, <laughs> right. And it's like, you know, you know. Anyway, man, how can we get the things that we want if we don't ever express ourselves? Yeah. Man? I'm just making expression. I'm normalizing expression. You know yeah. what I'm saying? As you should. And more so, expression. You know. Uh, garnish with romance which ultimately you know lead to a fruitful life um, but yeah so I wrote to the song El Varner's uh, Give It To You and I was performing it and dude was like we don't want to hear any of uh, that karaoke I'm like like this is me yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying but it sounded so good that they thought it was like some karaoke type that I'm just Rapping at it no, like this is me. This is me. This is my work. This is my lyrics. This yeah. is my story. Yeah. I, I wrote this. I mixed my vocals onto this. This might not be my beat, but <laughs> this is my literary work. You know right. what I'm saying? Like this is my composition in regard to my vocals. Then um I placed in the I placed third in another talent show. It was like an LGBT talent show I think the organization was called Pride okay I placed third in that talent show and I was like oh man like I finally placed in the talent show in high school I see all the interpretive dancers win and stuff they'll always win like that, that blew me yeah, yeah because there's other people that are talented but like with that particular I don't know you know well you don't know how I feel about that but People who really know me know how I feel about mediocrity. We have diverse crowds, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't want to insult anybody because. Right. And, but it's some really talented individuals. And I'm like, man, like I finally placed third. And then 2014 was when I, um, I finally won a talent show, and it was the biggest talent show on campus, the uh, Campus Activity Board talent show at UNC Charlotte. Ooh, wow. Yeah. So how'd that feel? 
It felt great. It was my birthday weekend too. Oh, so you already lit. Yeah. And my girlfriend at the time, um, right after that, I had to go pick her up because she just uh, got into town. Wow. Yeah. You had a great weekend. Great. It was my birthday. It was, I was turning 21. What? So, this is a while ago, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was bringing in my 21st birthday, man, like with her, with uh, with my friends. We in the apartment having a kickback. Then my other friend, he'd be like, he the one that wild out, you know, but he's a very great guy. And he just liked to party, man. So um, AJ, who I'm referencing, uh, AJ was like, you know, you want to have a birthday party at my house? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Bet. Yeah. Man, we party dang near all night from like 8 or 9 to about 4 o'clock in the morning. It would have went into the, we wanted it to go until the sunlight came up because then we was like, yo, bro, we literally party all night. But the only thing that stopped us, it was so hot in there, the pipes burst. Oh, joint. Really? Yeah. And the kitchen sink, like, flooded. Well, the kitchen flooded. And that's why everybody had to go. And it wasn't because we wanted them to go because anybody shut us down. It was because, like, it's an emergency. Right. You got to take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, dang, man. Like, my bad. He's like, nah. (laughs) It was all good. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So, that was pretty much it in regard to performances. And then, my bad. This is long. You good? You good? It's all story. It's all your story. Let's hear it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, now I'm like, all right, I kind of reached my peak here. The only thing left for me to do was cross, which crossing is cool, but it's not me at the time. Okay. But I was thinking. And so, I was like, I didn't want to peak. I didn't want to peak as me with this. I didn't want to just be known as this or just stop right here because I'm not limited to this. So... Then I went to, uh, there was a pool party. I was like, all right, cool. I'm having a going away party and everything. This is the summer. Like, you know, we're wrapping it up. I'm having a great, I had a great time in Charlotte. I love Charlotte. Yeah. I love the people there. I love the culture. I love everything that's centered around us in Charlotte. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a community. And then... It's like, oh man, okay, I'm having a going away party, pretty much. Pool party, the twins, my who are my roommates, they were DJs. So mind oh, you word. Yes. So that aided into me having a lit college experience. My roommates are DJs. Like, dang. That's like the that's the best. Yeah, because all like, the parties. Right. God. <laughs> and so we're there having a good time. Somebody's like, hey man, like what are you thinking about going to school next? I'm like, Shh, man, I really don't know. But, uh, you know, he's like, you ever think about going to a and I'm like, what's that? They're like, you, you don't know about A&T? How do, you, how do you not know? You know what I'm saying? I was like, I mean, because I ain't never really, again, I'm at this, what I would consider a small town compared to like Greensboro or uh, Charlotte. I'm in this smaller town, like, and in my environment, I'm not having that many conversations about college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not knowing, you know, what to do or 
what what colleges or HBCUs and stuff like that. Like, I'm not really hip to it at the time. And then they got me hip to it real quick. They were like, all right, we about to take this trip. It was on like, felt like 45 minutes to an hour. I'm like, man, it's only an hour away. <laughs> Grace, bro. Yeah. And this is lit, like, I'm looking around like, oh, yo, this is okay. 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 I'm sold. Yeah. So I'm we sold. got there. We got here. It was like, cool. Bad. Yeah. Easy. And then like the apartment complex that I was going to be with was uh, the sister company to uh, Spring Place. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it was 901 Place in Charlotte and then uh, in Greensboro, Spring Place, which now is like Block 43 West or something. Yes. Yeah, so it's. Yeah, it's changed. It's not what it used to be. Yeah. yeah. So I got there. I'm like, oh man, it's, it's a new beginning. It's it's lit. Let's turn up. First, I was looking for places to perform because, like, I'm a performer. Yeah. And so um, I went to the city office and was like, you know where I could perform? And. I'm, I'm stringing it together. I'm stringing it together. <laughs> like, you know where I could perform? They're like, uh, do you know about this guy, uh, Clement Mallory? He does uh, poetry and poetry and basketball with kids, with the youth. I'm like, nah, I don't know. He was like, well, do you know B-Rock? And I'm like, I, I don't know. He was like, yeah, they, they work together. And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> so then Josephus, Josephus, the third, he was having an event, Poetry Cafe, Poetry Cafe at a and I go in there, and it's at capacity, bro, bro. at the GCB Auditorium, I'm like, sign up, I'm like, oh man, there's a spot for my name, like, nobody, like, it's all these people in here, and it's not filled up yet, shoot, 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 shoot. Let me go ahead. I already know what I'm about to do. I already know. <laughs> yes. I already know they about to love this too. And it's the same thing that remember when they were like, oh, we don't want any karaoke. But instead, I took the beat away and I just did it a cappella. And then that's how I became known as a poet because of the a cappella performance. You know? Wow. And then from there, I was like, well, what other organizations can I be involved in? And they was like, well, do you know of Couture? And then I was like, no, like, I'm just getting here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about anything. Like, I'm, you know, you but knew. I, yeah. yeah, but I want to know. Yeah, yeah, please and tell they're me. like, well, they got this event uh, tomorrow night, let's say. Tomorrow night. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm there. I go there. I'm not sure how the lines are. It was open auditions. It was oh open audition, but the thing is, with Couture, you got to audition before the open audition. Oh, you got a pre-audition. Dang, yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm I'm trying to perform. I want to, you know, do this, this, and that. And then uh, Swiss was like, well, you you got anything? And then I was like, yeah, shit. On the spot. Yeah. You know what? I don't need to hear more. Go to go backstage. Really? Yep. And then it was my turn to go. And now we go from GCB Auditorium to Harrison Auditorium, which has more of a capacity, at capacity, and the lights. And I'm just looking at people. 
There's the judges. This all this is all happening in like a second to three. And then I just say my piece. I finish. Then it's like. I'm like, yeah! Oh. <laughs> like, let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Yes! <laughs> let's, let's go! And from then on, that's when I knew, like, the stage is where I needed to be, you know, and doing it like how I was doing it, acapella. Like, it's rap. It's still rap, but, yeah. like, take the beat away and you can really hear what I'm saying. And now my voice becomes the cadence. So if, if I'm going, boom, ba da ba da boom ba da ba but my voice and my words just so happen to line up to where you can hear that cadence. People love the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, yeah, bet. Now, flashback. When I won the talent show at UNC Charlotte, it was like, okay, you want this money. What you going to do next? Ironically enough, my car at the time broke down. The transmission went bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Man. So I put money toward that. I was supposed to get a camera. You could look up the article, bro. Like I was supposed to get a camera. I was like, because I want to work on my other talents. Right. Mind you, while I was growing up, I was still doing mixtape covers for my cousins. I was still engineering their music. I was still taking pictures like on my phone and stuff, and then like going into Photoshop, because my mom had this tattoo artist who gifted us the uh, the Photoshop, the original Photoshop. Yeah, elements. Yeah. Yeah. And I started working with that. And then I'll post it on um, MySpace and Facebook. Yes. And there was like, oh, like, you know, this is dope. And I'm like, whatever. And I'll put that on the back burner because right. I'm better as. Performer. Yes. Yeah. I'm better as a performer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then I picked up the camera because after I was on stage, I started doing a lot of NAACP stuff. With right. Hype, you know what I'm saying? So, like, granted, Growing up, I've always been militant-minded. I've always been for us, by us. You know, and so I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm doing the NAACP, to which I was the media marketing chair. They had an ad for it, and I was like, all right, I'm about to apply for this, because I know I'm qualified. I'm mm-hmm. more than qualified. They're like, yeah, like, this is dope, man. Wow, like, I can't believe, like, we, we got somebody that can do this. Like, bro, like, let's get it, you know. And I'm... I'm excited about it. Everybody else is excited. I'm like, man, finally, I feel like I'm at a place where I can grow in infinite directions. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I'm no longer inside as, like, a a shade plant. You know, I'm outside with my roots planted as a new tree with space to breathe and grow and be as fruitful as I need to. You know, so... Then I picked up the camera. I was following the NAACP events, you know, documenting it, kind of like being a historian, too. Yeah, documentarian, yeah. And I said, I like this. Okay. Because I was I was liking capturing those moments, those powerful moments. Like, wow, like, man, nobody's going to ever believe this happened. But I captured those powerful moments. Then I started capturing powerful people. And these powerful people was like, you need to be paid. Mm. And I was like, okay. And then they'll pay me whatever because I'm like, I'm not really doing this for money. I'm I'm mm. doing this because I want to, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And then later, I started, because I was uh, photographing powerful people, I started to get, you know, those who 
saw those powerful people and I'm like, I'm powerful too, but I'm doing something new. And so they were new in their power. And it was like, well, I might not have this much, but I got something. I'm mm-hmm. like, give me a cookout tray. Because <laughs> I had everything else taken care of because of like financial aid and stuff. Yeah. But food, mind you, I could hustle, bro. I could get everything else taken yeah. care of. But then it's like, and what I'm gonna do about food? Right, nourishing myself. Yeah, what I'm gonna do to basically put back into me because I've been putting out the dip. Now yeah. I was like, you know what? Give me some food. I can keep going. All I need is like that energy to keep going. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? And then, um, you know, that's how I started with the uh, with the photography. I was like, look, started doing it that way. You know, give me a cookout trade and started to graduate to. Um, like ten dollars, twenty dollars, going to the club, shoot people, ten dollars, twenty dollars. And I'm like, all right, now I'm making, now I'm making a little bit of bread from a little, this. A little bit of money, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, while I'm performing and everything, people will see me. They're like, oh yeah, he take the pictures. Like, contact him, he take the pictures. Mind you, I ain't know anything about extra lights and all these other things. I'm just shooting. I got my 50 mil, I got my T3, my Canon T3. Bam. Um, that's all I need. Yeah. You know, like. And bare, then bare minimum. I started working with uh, E, Imani of Pish Posh. Mm-hmm. She put me on to a lot of things. Thank God for E. I appreciate E. I got to make sure that that's known, you know. Shout out to E. You know, she did help me out, you know. So, fast forward, I started, uh, started working with E. Then. I was doing a lot of things, man. Like at that time, both of us was at our height. We were really at our height. And as the creatives at A and T, and I say, "Yeah, yeah, we about to, we about to be young. We about to do a lot of things." Facts. You know, I didn't know how people were looking at me at that time. Like I didn't know that they were considering me to be like this legend or like I. You know, you just doing you. Yeah, you doing right. the things that you like to do, taking photos, documenting, and performing, and that was you. Yeah, you didn't think it was anything crazy. Yeah, but then I was like, man, I can make money from being me. I'm about to monetize my likeness <laughs> yeah. before before OnlyFans and before all of these. Other, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to monetize my likeness. Yeah. Why? Because I know for a fact that my likeness is valuable. Facts. I know for a fact that this is valuable. I know I'm valuable. I know I'm a valuable person. I know I've been around valuable people. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that my thoughts are golden. My thoughts are platinum. My thoughts are vibranium. <laughs> Yo, let's go. Yes. I know for a fact that there's an exchange value okay. attached to what it is I do. So all I need to do is maximize that exchange value to where it makes sense for me and it makes sense for someone else. And it's comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Even if somebody even if somebody needed to shoot for like some stamps, cool, that's what you got. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's go grocery shopping. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Like let's you got clothes, I need clothes. You got water, I need water. You got whatever you have. So you open to whatever. Yeah, because I can make it work. I know for a fact that 
whatever you give me, I'm going to make it liquid. So if anything, I'm becoming an alchemist and I'm taking that liquid and I'm nourishing myself and nourishing the community in the process. You know what I'm saying? And so the, the community being taken care of, I know for a fact I'm going to always be taken care of because like the community is, the community is made up of extensions of myself. Mm -hmm. So when I look at community, I'm seeing myself. When I look at somebody, you know, if they're near me, of course we have something in common. So like, even if somebody in this apartment complex, what we have in common, we live here. Mm -hmm. Something. Maybe this is an ounce, something in common, yeah. Yes, it's something, it's yeah. something. And so that commonality is what make us, us. And that's what, you know, that's what uh, that continues to drive me. And that's the origin of it. And that's how a lot of things came to be. I know that there's other parts like videography and logo design. Man, I picked those up because people asked me and there was nobody else who could provide at the time. Yeah. And I just did what I could, learned what I could, and ultimately mastered it. You know, because so many people started to ask for it. And I'm like, shit, like, I typically don't do this, but I'll make this exception because I know for a fact that I'm about to keep growing. Yeah. My mind going to keep growing. I'm going to keep expanding. And I started making music. Finally got Logic put on the, uh, the laptop. Yeah. Opposed to having uh, having a free program, you know, like. Now I got a, a professional program where my voice is cutting away it was supposed to. Yes. You know, I'm like, yes, man. Like, oh my God. Professional. Yes. Finally, finally. Now I'm picking up and doing the video, chopping those, chopping those up. I'm like, yes. Like, it's finally coming together, which led to pixel pushes. Thank you. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to get to. Yeah. So tell us, yeah, so tell us about Pizza Pushes and you made it legal and all the services you offer and just how that's been so far. The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and logo design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Yeah, so uh, Pixel Push started. It was a, a originally Triad Solutions, like but Triad Solutions, you know, mm -hmm. because my major in, at A and T was marketing. Right. So I wanted to put an emphasis on advertising because advertising is the voice of the people mm -hmm. or the voice of the company. So I said, okay, um, we pretty much are the company we keep. We're the company we keep. And so I do black business. You know, my emphasis is on black-owned business or minority-owned businesses, rather. Um, and so I said, okay, you know, I'm around all of these minorities at A&T. You know, I'm pretty sure we all in the school of business because we're in class together. So mm -hmm. my classmates ultimately became my business partners. Yep. They became people I did business with, and that was the start of it by doing grad shoots. Man, I only had one picture from my graduation. Well, from my grad shoot, quote unquote. <laughs> you mean your own personal one? Yeah. Yeah. I have only one photo. Wow. Yep. I put my camera on a self timer on the back of the car. I stood at um, 
I, you know, positioned myself. Yeah. Took the photo and then went home, edited it, did some retouching and edit, edited the photograph. Yeah. And I said, that's what it is, man. You know, that's my graduation photo. That was it. Because my classmates had booked, booked and busy. Yo. My classmates. Telling me, starting that, starting a business like that in college is just so smart. Yeah. You instantly gonna have clients. And that's why, that's why I started Pixel Pushes for people who, for young people who are going into college and, um, and, you know, intermediate and those young professionals who are pretty much new to business. Like, it's like we're growing together. I'm new to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But. I have this creative mind that can help them expand what it is they do. So no matter what it is you do, I can pretty much stretch it out. Mm-hmm. You know, they call it in certain arenas and in certain communities, they call it stretching the work. Yeah. I'll stretch the work. You know, like we're going to make it work. And, you know, we're going to break it down to monetize each little piece. And so what I decided to monetize was my brain intellectual property. So that's copyrights. That's um, you know, that's photography, videography, uh, music licensing. Um, there's ghostwriting. There's writing. Yes. There's, there's mixing the vocals. You know, a raw mix, and then I send it off to karate. Dag on um. Again, I said photography, videography, music, logo design. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything that an artist, especially a performing and visual artist, would need. In regard to sales and advertising, that's what I focus that's on. What you can do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because a lot of people, a lot of people aspire to be, uh, you know, performing artists or visual artists, or you know, they aspire to do business. And I'm like, well, you're gonna need an advertising team to, you know, get it out, get, mm-hmm. get the word out. It's essential. Right. And that's pretty much the start of it. Hey, let's throw this out. Let's see who's gonna bite. You know, it might be a big fish. But you get enough little fish, you can throw that whole net out. Next thing you know, you got a whale. Bam. Coming to get that krill. There it is. Now you got a whale. Not, you know, and I'm not promoting animal abuse, but <laughs> now you can. You got something to harp on. Right, right, that right. Makes sense. Yeah. So in that way, you're kind of a consultant. Yeah. You know, you're very, you're a middleman to the artists and kind of the, the outside world. Mm-hmm. Because, That's, oh, go ahead. Okay, no, 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 I was saying that dope. Yeah, because, they, they, you know, we're all trying to communicate to the outside world. Like this. Like, oh, man, when he said, yeah, let's do the free piece of podcast, I was like, bro, yes. You know yeah. how many people are, well, I always love to have conversations, as you can tell. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> but it's like, man, it's so much I want to say in so little time because I haven't had the opportunity to really sit down with people, you know. Yeah. I mean, granted, like, I have, um, I have some some audio that I need to mix down, you know, podcast. But I'm going to also have you where it's like, hey, look, this is full circle, you know, like yeah. now we, you know, but it'll be a remote type thing where I'm listening in and we yeah, doing it like that. But, um, yeah, so when you said, oh, yeah, let's do the free piece of podcast, I was like, bro, let's get it. I, I need to do this. <laughs> I want to do this. Yes. I love it. Because, um, you know, it's a medium of expression. That's all and it so is. So the fact that we can express ourselves together and, and, and hold space, man, when two or more together and gathered in his name, 
There he is. That's it. That's all it is, bro. I can't wait for you to pull your. I wonder what you're working on behind the scenes, but I'm sure it's going to be something extraordinary. So yeah. that's dope. I'm, I'm, let's just dive in a little deeper to the different things you do offer. So, okay. like the logo design, the video stuff. So, most logo design. So, how, did, how were you able to enhance your skills as a designer? Well, I study other designers. Okay. You know, like I work with people who I consider dope. Um, I also look at other people's work on Instagram and I break it down to a science. Remember earlier I was talking about most things being math. Math and science go hand in hand mm -hmm. to which I say art is math and science, you know. Right. It's, it's, it's steam. You know, I mean, granted, yeah, it is steam. You know, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. And that's pretty much the basis of it. So I'll even take trips and look at what other people are using, like mm -hmm. in regard to advertising. I see their placement, and that pretty much becomes like I take a photo of it with my eyes, and then I say, okay, well, I'm about to go replicate that. Yeah, yeah. Or if I'm not going to replicate it, I'm going to do it better. You know, and if I'm not going to do it better, I'm about to have my own twist. Or this just inspired me to create something original. Mm. You know, and then that pretty much was my own style. So, granted, I'm not technically trained, like, in regard to, okay, you got to have this and do this and do this. And this part goes with this part. Right. But over time, I started to learn the uh, tools and materials. I took a class with Miss Darlene, uh, well, Ms., with Miss McClinton, who is an art educator at A&T. Mm -hmm. And also one of the owners of the Artist Block. And Dope. she showed us, like, the basics of design. And from there, I was like, oh, man, I needed to learn Illustrator because... There are certain things, like there are certain lines, there are certain vector art that I want to do. Mm -hmm. I still need to study some more in regard to value study. Um, I still need to study some more in regard to a lot of different things when it comes to design because my mind is pretty much primitive when it comes to to it, how I would like it. There's people who are just like, how do, even like how you have your laptop, that's still a design. Yeah. How you have it organized and arranged, that's still a design. Yeah, but right. that's, that's unique to your particular brain. Mm -hmm. However, I'm pretty sure that there's some technical aspects that could go into that to where somebody can explain it, like dissect it and stuff like that. But yeah, man, like um, color theory, you know, color theory, that's pretty much like the principles of art, you mm -hmm. know. Yes. Um, all, throughout, all throughout my life, I was taking art classes, um, Miss. Her name escapes me at the moment. I apologize. I sincerely apologize. She was one of my <laughs> elementary. Miss um, Russell. Miss Russell. Yeah, Miss Russell. She used to be a, a, a bigger lady, and then like she slimmed down, uh, you know, due to a few things. But Miss Russell was nice with it. Yeah. She was nice, you know. And Word. so I was like, oh man, like I want to be as dope as Miss Russell. Like she, I, how does she create this? Like. She's in a projector. She's using all of these different ways to create. We was tracing out a silhouette, cutting it out, then Ooh, hanging it up. Yeah. yeah. And then putting things into, it was like a mood board, but yeah. with our silhouette. So when we seen our silhouette, like, we'll see our mood board, what's going on in our head. I think she was kind of trying to use that to like psychoanalyze us. But Probably so, yeah. honestly. Matter of fact, this was around the time when the 9-11 uh, thing happened. Really? Yeah, because 
we had to paint some bins and she was basically now that I think about it, she was basically teaching us how to be professional muralists, like be a professional artist. Because, you know, you gotta scale it up, put it on a grid, mm-hmm. you know, and then you go to your big piece and you make that a grid. Yeah, exactly. And then you pretty much transpose. Right. So like and mine was uh George Bush crying and then like the twin towers like Oh, behind them, yeah, and yeah. on fire, and I won a contest for that. Man, I won several like. So you won a yeah. bunch of a large chunk of your life has been winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Man, a large chunk of my life been applying, bro. Bro, that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? Like taking my mind, going beyond my mind, and putting it on paper, and saying this is what it is. Yeah, you know, and being able to show others. That's why I love, man. And, and it's crazy because like. My bad. I answered the question. <laughs> I answered the question. <laughs> I answered the, yeah. yeah. You did, you did answer, but I don't know. In regards to logo design? Yeah. I mean, you, you answered though. I mean, you pretty much said that you, because I, I asked, like, how you were enhancing those skills. Yeah. So, over the years, you design classes, studying color theory. Right. Stuff from back in elementary school. Right. So, you were already, in, it was already in your head. Yeah. Going throughout. So. Most definitely. Yeah, That's so obviously definitely. people asking you to do it, you just like, okay, cool, I can remember this. Yeah, I'm pulling I'm pulling references from my mind. Every artist has a reference. You right. have to have a reference. Yep. You know, and it's like, all right, I have it in my mind, but also now, now that we have the internet on, I'm like, oh my God, we have the internet on, like, <laughs> this is lit, because now I can go to Google, pull something up, and I'm like, hmm, study, let me study this, let me do this freehand, or if not, do a freehand. Let me place some objects here. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me take this away. Now let me add these elements. And now I'm like, all right. Now let me make something that's a great composition. And, you know, like using like golden ratio and two thirds and, you know, the yep. rule of thirds and everything like that. So, all right, you know, spacing. And I'm seeing more, I'm being more successful in regard to. The, the application and the way that I am as a artist, a visual artist per se, when it goes to presentation on Instagram, you know, cropping, try not to crop lambs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when, whenever it's necessary or what, whatever I have to do, you know, to make it happen. But for the most part, man, I'm just drawing on references and to the best of my knowledge. So that's why I'm constantly researching. That's why I'm constantly studying because Remember, I told you like my memory is shot. Right, right. So when I'm going on and on and on and on and on, I'm like, I don't mean to, but I'm just remembering so much, and yeah. I, I gotta get it out because otherwise, it's gonna die with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I want it to live on and to inspire and to to be into other people as well. See, it's cool. I feel, I feel like your whole being and everything you're trying to do is. It's really for the people, for the community, yeah. to bring them along with you on this journey. Yeah. You know, because you mentioned earlier before this even started, like you hate people hold information. Yeah. You know, people gatekeep. Yeah. You know that. So talk about that. So maybe ever have you ever into been in a situation where someone was gatekeeping with you, or it was probably a dumb question. Everyone's yeah. been there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, always, man. Like there are certain situations. There are certain situations. But there are certain situations where I've been in, man, where 
I've definitely been, you know, still, uh, people are keeping me away from the gates. Like, oh yeah, you can't be around here, you know, because yeah. you're a certain type of person or, you know, you got a certain type of belief system or, you know, even like just being a black male, like, bro, like what, like I'm qualified or more than qualified, you know, and sometimes that might be the case where it's like you overqualified, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, you know. A delay is not a denial, bro. So if if it don't happen with them, I'm gonna still make it happen regardless. Right. Like I got to, because if I don't, you know, other people might not see that as possible. You know. So when folks uh, gatekeep me, man, it's a gate. <laughs> it's a gate. And you know bro. they make catapults. They make trebuchets. So I'm over this gate. Right. Yeah. They make they gon they make rope for us to to tie up. They, that's why we have Boy Scouts. But that's why we could climb on the shoulders and the backs of other people, lift them up. There's other ways for us to get around and shoot. There might be somebody who got to slip a little. Do you know my friend uh, Benjamin Franklin? Yes. <laughs> I can find a way. You can find a way to get through the gates. We can find a way in one way with a camera. Facts. With a camera. Because everybody want that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And Especially like, now. Yes. I'm like, all right, cool. All right. Now I'm in here. Let me work this room. Let me work this room. Click, click, click to the right of the corner. Click, click, click to the left of the corner. Click, click, click. Let me get these shots that they wanted. But I'm about to go ahead and work this room. Mm -hmm. I'm about to go ahead and work this room mm -hmm. because I know for a fact that they're going to see me and I'm going to see them again. And if anything, I'm going to appreciate them while they're here right now. Yes. When I put this work out, it's going to appreciate them even more make them a person of interest. And then after that, Network some more. Say, hey, look, you're a person of interest. I got this photo of you. I want to know more about you. And it lead to free pizza. <laughs> that's it. That's, uh, that, yo, that's, that is hilarious how we, we did get, kind of connect, you know, <laughs> kind of through that in the passing. You yeah. know, that's wild, dude. Dang, man. So I'm wondering, like, as you being more, you're, you're photo focused. So you mentioned you're doing documentary work. Mm -hmm. You did a portrait session that I saw a little bit of, you know, mm -hmm. just, you know, probably an hour or two ago. Um, do you find yourself doing more of that type of work or do you want to expand it in other things? What's your, what's your goal with photography? My goal with photography is to capture live, document lives while we're here. Yeah. Like great people, special people, uh, ordinary people, um, individuals. Well, everybody's an ordinary person to somebody, but like, you know, um, just capturing those lives, like documenting us as we are. Like I'm looking at you, and I'm seeing like different ways I could like you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. as I'm sitting here, I'm like, man, like <laughs> I could, you know, I could be recording him, like you know. But my bad, I I could be doing all these different things, and I'm seeing it, and I'm like, all right, because I want more people to see you. I want more people to know you. I want more people to appreciate you and, mm -hmm. and love you as you are in, in these raw and candid moments. So whenever there's a time where somebody need to reference you, you know, yeah. when they're created and they need to reference you, they have something to work with. You know, they have uh, not just something, they have everything. You know, you living out you and being you yeah. in, in your rawest form. And that's, that's the direction I'm headed. That's dope, man. That's dope. Uh, what would we say? If, about all the services you do do, uh, do offer, what is your part your favorite? My favorite, hmm, that's it. All right, my favorite, oh, man. So, would you say is it like the most enjoyable? It's fulfilling. 
most fulfilling, most fulfilling? Mm. <laughs> that is a great question. I'm going to have to take a couple of seconds to think about that. That's straight, that's straight, that's straight, that's straight. What is the most fulfilling? Like y'all for a ton. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would say the most fulfilling is, and I don't want to like, put it all together, group it all together into one category. I would say documenting lives, but I say the most fulfilling, the most fulfilling is, is definitely, um, uh, cause the most fulfilling and my favorite service that I offer is Definitely having conversations with others mm-hmm. um, in regard to like consultations. Mm-hmm. And um, because I love when they're inspired to do. Right. And release that dopamine. <laughs> yeah. I love that, bro. That's so dope. Yeah. What do you feel about the. I feel like now is me being being black artists. I feel yeah. like we're finally now getting the kind of recognition we deserve. I feel like we're getting more magazine covers. I feel like we're getting we're shooting more. Like I mean, even recently, I know you have Kennedy shooting Beyonce. Yeah, that's dope. Tyler Mitchell shooting also shooting Beyonce. That's so like that. So how do you feel about that kind of? We're finally getting recognized in this art world. I love it. I love it. I love Ken. I love the fact that she had an opportunity. I wanted to be at her for so long. I heard nothing but great things. Yeah. Uh, you know, and high key man, Ken Ken linked me to uh linked me to a photographer and we were shooting um Tasha Cobbs. Wow. Yeah. I was a photo assist yeah. for that for that shoot. And I was like, man, like, this is dope. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. This is dope because, like, I mean, granted, it's something that I already do. I'm looking at the equipment that they're using. I'm like, man, this is, like, top of the line. I'm still using, like, this, you know. Yeah, kind of get a little yeah, like, in your head about it. He's like, man, what is this? Yeah, and I got to work this. I got to work with this technology. And I think that's another thing about um, accessibility, man. You know, being a black artist and us just having the accessibility to you know, tap into certain arenas and have access to technology and us making the most do of what we can because it's all technology. Yes. Paintbrushes are technology. Uh, yes. Um, pencil technology, you know what I'm saying? Graphite, you know, chalk. All of these are different type of technologies where it's like, you know, you catch us in a certain area or catch us at a certain time of our life, then you're going to see us using certain technologies. So... As black artists and us getting this op- these opportunities now, especially, I would say because of technology and because of the lack of, because we have to use more technology, mm-hmm. folks now can slow down and look at Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, they can now slow down and look at the mediums that we're on and, and pay attention to us. Like, we're here, we exist in a space, we ex. People of color exist in a gray area. Yes, absolutely. And that's so mind-blowing to me. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, here we are. Here we are. 
analogy. What we see is visible light, mm -hmm. but what we don't see is dark matter. Yes. See what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But it's called dark matter. Dude, they'll smile at me. You got it. <laughs> you got the word. <laughs> because it's matter and it's dark. And then you know it's like black art matters. Black lives matter. Mm. Black. I was driving on uh on Gate City and on this um on his cleaners and the uh on his cleaners near UNCG it's right before the two lights. Say you coming from the uh say you're coming from A and T and you going up Gate City toward UNCG. Okay. There's the two lights, but to the left there's the cleaners and there's this uh it's where the reggae cafe used to be. Yes. There's the cleaners right there. Yeah. On the side of the building, it says Blacks Matter. <laughs> and I'm like, they tried. <laughs> they tried. Blacks Matter. <laughs> but that made me think of like dark matter. You know what I'm saying? Dark matter exists, but we can't see it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It exists, but we can't see it. And, and that's who we are as black creatives. Like, you know, black doesn't even get the respect. The word black doesn't even get the respect that it that it deserves and that it needs. It goes back to the Malcolm X movie directed by Spike Lee. Lee yeah. When uh, Denzel Washington was, the, his character of Malcolm X was, he had to read what was associated with white and what was associated with black. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like black, like death, dark, uh, All despair. Negative. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and then, but here, here's another part. Is that when Drake said, I heard working with the negatives can make for better picture. Right? So now, working with the negative, black, dark, all of these negative words. We work with those negatives. We're going to make for a, a, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful picture. Yes. A beautiful, bigger picture. Yes. That makes sense. You know, so the more we work with, in my opinion, the more we work with that negative space, negative everything man we become an alchemist mm -hmm. and you know we're just pouring out positivity making things happen i love it it's amazing it's lit so to answer your question what do i think about the black creators in this space currently and getting the recognition and getting the things that we deserve mm -hmm. i love the fact that it's happening to us because when god is in a neighborhood Oh, when God is in the neighborhood, I know he's going to knock on my door sometime soon. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I feel like he's going to, you know, I feel like he has over the years. High key. And that's how I knew. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. See, looking at you in this space now, this new spot you got, I'm just like, dude, that was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen how hard you've worked, you know. Through Instagram and through yeah. all that stuff and all this, this, this hearsay and all that, and it's like, man, like, you got it. You on the way. Thank you, man. Of course. I appreciate that. I couldn't have done it without a lot of people. Um, you know, naming names like Miss Darlene, Miss mm -hmm. Sunny, Miss Trisha, the matriarch. I say the artist block is a matriarch of Greensboro. Yes. And Shout especially in regard to creatives like ourselves, black creatives creative minority creatives yes because they're black women you know they're double minority mm -hmm. 
you know. So I'm like, wow, triple in regard to small business. Yes. You know? Oh God, yeah. I didn't think. I didn't think about that. You're yeah. right. So I'm like, man, like this is just, this is dope because they gave me op- multiple opportunities for me to have a platform, literally and figuratively. Yeah. And then um, you know Don Harris of Hard Press Studio, where I mostly shoot out of. Um, here, I'm gonna some time ago, you gotta get him on a free piece of. Yeah, podcast. I would love it. Hey, Don, if you're listening, please come on. I would love that. That's who you would contact about design, and you know, like that. Yeah. Because Don, he'll tell me. I've always been a stu- like I listen to what people say. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's that's been working to my advantage. You know, being a great listener because a lot of people don't listen. Yeah, it's like, facts. Very true. It's a, it's a soft skill to be a great listener. Sometimes on my resume, I'm like, uh, great listening. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Dude, that's that's important though. Yeah, it's like, well, but will they see that as valuable? And I'm like, you know what? Let me. I'm thinking about it too much. Let me <laughs> take it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Don Harris, most definitely my fiance Alexis. I would say Brown, but you know we're gonna be married, so Alexis Fleming. Congrats on that! Yeah, got the baby on the way. Double congrats again! Yeah, (laughs) so it's like you know, that's an inspiration as well. Our son, and it's like, man, bro, like you know, it's a new life starting, but it's a new life starting that I've been prepared for. Mm -hmm. I've been ready, like I've been, been like holding back punches, you know. But it's like. It's almost as if people see me, and I'm just like swinging, boom, 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 like Mike Tyson, Iron Mike, boom, 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 just landing on, boom, 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 yes, and it's like I got. If sometimes it feels like I got people holding my arms back, like bro, chill, bro, chill. I'm like, nah, man, like I gotta, yeah, because if I don't, you know, who else gonna do it? And I'm not fighting just for me. I'm fighting because there's people behind me that they're trying to get to. And I'm like, nah, bro. Yes. Like, or that the enemy is trying to get to. And I'm like, nah, let me, let me go ahead and. Yeah. You know, even do my, uh, my Roy Jones, like be flamboyant with it sometimes. Cause sometimes we have to, man. Cause people are asleep. Yes. They will sleep. Big <laughs> facts, like, bro. And it's like, Yo, like, why are you sleeping on somebody? Why are you trying to confine somebody? Why are you trying to box them in? Why are you trying to get this person in the corner to be this one thing? Because you think that they don't know the rope-a-dope. So now we're going from Mike Tyson to Roy Jones, and now we Muhammad Ali, the rope-a-dope. Like, Muhammad Ali, you think you got him against the ropes, and that you're going to work him? Uh-uh. Head movement, crazy. Ali shuffle, feet movement. He just doing all these things, man. And it's like, ultimately, like, we fighting for our lives, and you know, it's not me. I always say it's not just me. So when there's a when there's a punch thrown in my end, and uh, figuratively, and not to be like, you know, a violent person or anything like that, but I'm talking about in sport. Right. There's a punch thrown on my end. You got like all these. It's like a father son kamehameha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, it's like boom. You got all these people that's with me. That's behind. That power. Yeah, yes. and that energy. You know, what I'm saying just coming through because it's not just me. I'm considering the fact that I got all of these people in my head that I'm doing this for and I'm doing this with, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I just want us to 
to have these opportunities and these things because we deserve it. Because we deserve it, man. And it's like being a, a champion. Yeah. And so um, a lot of times, man, like I might not feel like I'm a, for a while, I would be more so introspective and like sad for myself. Like, oh, man, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. But honestly, it was in, in all due respect to listeners and to yourself and to the space we're in, look, man, fuck all that. We ain't got time to be sad, you know. That time we could be sad, bro. We could be doing something. We could be happy and enjoying ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm not doing this, but I'm alive. Yes. Oh, I'm not doing this, but I have these things. So I'm not focused on what I don't have. I'm taking care of what I do have mm-hmm. and maximizing on that and making that as liquid as I poss- possibly can and refining it, bro. Like right now, it feels like I'm in the business of refining, refining to make fine again, to make dope again, to make mm-hmm. great again. You know, not to be political, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, seriously. Make dope art again. You know, so that's why right now I might be looking a little, a little quote unquote scruffy, but it's because I have to see growth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On myself. Otherwise, I wouldn't really know growth because I know it as what I have to do, what I, nat- what I do naturally. I naturally grow, you know, as myself, and I naturally grow Ooh, with others, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. So, yeah. Master right here. Dude, this is crazy. And this is, we'll kind of get to the end of this. Um, okay. Because you just went freelance in January, legally. Yeah. LLC it out. Pistol yep. Pushers is a, an official business. Yes. So, where, I mean, obviously you have a family, you get married, you got a baby, new place and everything, but what's your goal for the, you know, the latter part of your life? Do you want to just keep doing what you're doing? Do you want to eventually hand it off? Or what's your plans for the future? I'm always looking to hand it off, man. But, like, that that requires me to do some fundraising. That requires me to yeah. get some some grants. That requires me to get some some providers and some producers behind me, you mm. know, who believe in a vision, who believe in what it is that we doing, who believe in, in myself. But remember, when you see me, you know, it's not just me, it's the community. Right. So if you believe in community, believe in all of the things that I believe in, being a champion, being a believer. Yes. Being a, uh, an, an inspiration. Um, that's all I've been looking to do. Because, again, once school starts back, how it's supposed to, like how we know it to. Yeah, normal, you know, quote, unquote. Yeah, I want to be in every facet of the school systems, man, because that's where we need to be. Remember, I told you I was doing all of this in school. Yes. All of my references. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a school I'm a school kid who just so happened to have a rough upbringing. Yeah. Because of not because of my environment, really, or not even because of my parents, or the fact that. My dad wasn't around, bro. My dad wasn't around, but my father was always there, Father God, bro. Yeah. All the time, you know. So it's like, I can't even, I don't even have that crutch because there's a belief. And when I opened the Bible and said, in the beginning it was dark. And God said, let, let there be light. And it's been lit ever since. Oh, yeah. So like, I ain't even about to, I can't, bro. I can't worry. I can't stress. So when school start back, go talk to the kids go be with the kids teach them trades teach them to pick up the camera teach them all these other things Ooh, you know yes, what i'm saying I love this. teach them i'll be on like some pbs kids type mm-hmm. you know sesame street type 
you know, Mr. Rogers in the neighborhood, Mr. Rogers in the hood, you know, like, hey, hey, kids, here's some characters that, you know, you might see every day. It might be somebody who, quote unquote, is on drugs, but, you know, for a while we taught that people who are on drugs are bad people, you know what I'm saying? But that's not the case all the time, or most times, you know, most, most times they're sick. You know, they don't want to be dependent on it, but they have a dependency because of what's going on in their brain psychologically. Like, mm-hmm. it's no longer how it used to be, so it's going to take some, some rewiring, some relearning. You know, but also drugs, man, it's not necessarily what we know it to be. Um, you know, like hard drugs. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, in the future, what I'm looking to do is... um study go back to school get my master's and ultimately get my phd in addictions and uh you know help other people who might have dependency issues on certain on certain drugs but not just necessarily hard drugs like i said but also um you know on love they might have deficiencies you know like just gotta love on yourself love others that need for affection or you know, people might have a need for affiliation. They might have different needs that we can that we can fix, and we can provide that fix. You know, through media, yes. for real. Um, and that's on lower end. Work with the kids, PBS kids, media type, teaching them trades. You know, middle school, teaching them financial literacy, like because now they're they're gonna have to do that and. That's when we more more likely are victims to like bullying, like oh you don't have on Michael Jordans. You oh know? yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. It's harsh times growing up. But it's like yo, like you know, you got your own style, you got your own swag, and you could design your own swag. You could make your own shirts and your own hoodies, and they gonna have to buy from you. Facts. Because you rocking it. You the one. You know you got everybody else rocking it, and now you making money. You monetizing your likeness. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So ultimately, that's what I want us to do: monetize our likeness. You know, fast forward, high school kids, y'all about to go to college. I want to help y'all. I want to pair y'all with somebody who's in the college program. And in college, they got the refund check, so now they can make the investments to put it all together. Now we got production teams. So when we coming out with production, you know, we put together whole things from start to finish. You know what I'm saying? Script writing. Um, you know, making the music, doing the scores, everything, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. in-house. But then when I say in-house, I want to have my own community, my own uh, multifamily, you know, uh, units to where these families are producers too. Mm-hmm. But they're all part of the creative program to where they just, they create. And that's how they supplement their income. Right. You know, you got your regular job, but you also create. And it's not a sweatshop because I'm teaching you something to employ yourself and you can also employ others as long as you create it. You know, so that way we always making sure that we getting paid, we always planting the seed and we always passing it along. Right. You know, so you know, it's the distribution of intellectual property. I say all that to say this. Man, from tiny seeds grow mighty trees. Facts. So what I want to do, I want to have a forest. <laughs> yes, and it's growing. It's yeah. growing right now. It's been growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm with it. It's crazy because 
I told, I, I told everyone who listens to me, if you have any more questions for our, our, the guests, please ask. Uh, Denzel, we've talked about, we talked for a while, but like you, you're so much more to you. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much more you can offer people. So if you have any questions for Denzel, please. But he's about community, which I love. Which that's why I want you on the show to kind of share that vision with everyone else. I know it's it's a, it's a great vision. Yeah. You know, your son's gonna be so lucky. You know, to have you. You know, guiding him through everything you've learned. You know what I'm saying? So that's gonna be so cool. Yeah. Heck yeah, bro. So are, are all these services are, are you available for hire? Can people hire you for these services you offer right now? Always, they can always hire me for the services right now, today, at this second. At this second, you get an email, you get an Instagram message, whatever. You can get logos made, consulting, design work done, photo, video, uh, video editing. You do retouching. Yep. <laughs> you do all, everything you can think of. One, 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 one man shop. Yeah. For now. For now. For now. For now. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, bro. That's so dope. Man, thank you for doing this, man. This is uh, an honor. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you and the platform that you provide. This is Denzel, a.k.a. No Not Washington, a.k.a. the guy who is loving free pizza. <laughs> Bruh, free pizza loves you. And I'm not going to change your name on my phone. Like your phone is still Denzel Not Washington. <laughs> my phone is not Denzel Fleming. <laughs> but No Not Washington on Instagram and Pixel Pushes. Yep. We'll link all that in the description. Please support him, everything he's doing. You have a book coming out sometime in the future Yes. Um, that you're working on. We do have an album, but I'm going to get you on another podcast for the album. Okay. For, um, I don't want to say the name yet because you told me the name earlier. We didn't give away all the, all the jewels yet. But yep. he's a musical album coming out soon. You have a single out right now. Right. So I'm going to put that out in the music video, which uh, I saw that, obviously, by the way, uh, the when you put it out. And super well done. Um, but, yeah, so we'll put the, we'll get a music on the other podcast. But for now, man, support them. You know, give them your money or whatever you have to offer. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully money. Um, but, yes, yeah, support us. Um, subscribe, review, uh, uh, rate, and all that so we can get some more sponsorships. Thank you for the sponsors we already have that's on the show. Um, that's it, man. Good? Always good, man. I'm always good with Free Daniel and the Free Pizza Podcast. Yo, it's lit. Enjoy the rest of y'all's morning, day, night, whatever y'all doing, man. We catch you on the next episode. Later. The Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. The Free Pizza Podcast, we are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store, go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, LiveJournal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smokes, niggles, whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.